Hey, Making the Team fans, welcome back to DCC Podcast. This is Kim J. This week's episode, we're recapping episode five. It was titled Turn Them Out. That was said by Travis. This episode is covering week five of training camp. We have two choreographers this episode, Chrisella Anderson and Travis Wall. So let's start with Chrisella. So this is the first time that she has been on the show. She comes from a show called Country Ever After on Netflix. I'm not familiar with it. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. She's married to a guy named Coffee Anderson, who is a country music artist. I've not heard of him either. I live outside of Nashville, which is the country music capital of the world. So if I haven't heard of you, you're probably not super duper famous. But again, I don't follow country music either. But she came to a technique class in the spring. I believe they have what's called Technique Tuesdays during the off season, and they often will bring in some choreographers. And so Kelly was really blown away. Those are her words that she used when she came to their technique class in the spring and asked her to come back. So Priscilla actually posted on Instagram, I think it was just an Instagram story back in May when she got the go ahead to be on the season of making the team. And she actually shared the email that she got. And it said in the email that it was best if they would have choreography that would translate well to the field. But Obviously, it didn't have to be. So she's going to be teaching a hip-hop more so combination here. Kelly says that she has danced for Snoop Dogg and Rihanna and Britney Spears, and that she just makes the space brighten up. She brings with her her assistant, Tiffany, and she has stage four colon cancer at this point. So this was this was filmed in week five, so this is probably early July of 2021. And this episode actually aired on October 15th. So on October 6th, just nine days before the episode aired, she actually posted on her Instagram that she was officially cancer-free, which is amazing. But obviously at this point in her cancer battle, she was she still had cancer at that point. And her prognosis, good or bad, she doesn't really say, but she does tear up a couple of times in the episode. She starts out here with the girl saying, you know, tomorrow is not promised. Come here and just leave it all on the dance floor. And so we don't know exactly what music is used for her routine. They, they end up playing a couple of different pieces. One is Levitating by Dua Lipa and another one is Where the Hood At by DMX from like 2003. So it looks like a piece of choreography that translates to lots of different songs. And so we get them dancing basically in groups. And Chrisella says that she feels like the rookies really want it. It seems like she was a little bit less impressed with the vets. <laughs> so the people that stood out here in Chrisella's section were Katiana. Judy said that she really stole the show. Chrisella tells Ashlyn that she thought that she did well, but she needs to work on her memorization, which Ashlyn says is not something that you necessarily want to hear. And she tells rookie Ashley that she was soft and chill and she needs to bring up the energy. There is one group that goes with Taylor, Tori, Rachel, Tyra, and Rebecca that Chrisella says was her favorite group. And she calls them the Spice Girls. And Megan gets complimented for having great musicality. Then they do a palm routine and 
they compliment Christina saying that she was better and that she's really coming to life. She was front and center on her piece right in the middle. And she does look stronger than she has looked in the past. Melanie, who's always been fun. She's been the little short firecracker. She's making really big mistakes. Like sometimes they tell the girls at the end of the routine that they made a lot of mistakes. And for us just watching it, especially with the little clips that we get, it's sometimes it's really hard to pick up on those mistakes. But Melanie, when she's going a different direction than everybody else, it's real, real obvious. So she's starting to struggle. They're telling Ashley she needs more power, which I think, again, translates to all of us that she just seems like she dances small. And Tiffany, the assistant, tells Ava that she's just a tad late and they actually show video of her just like kicking her leg later than everybody else, which I think, again, is just going to kind of be this kind of ongoing narrative throughout the season. And Chrisilla does compliment Ashlyn on her palm choreography here. And she tells Kylie that she rocked that whatever routine they were doing and not rookie, but, um, Vet Madeline, four-year vet Madeline, jumps up and like points at her and Chrisilla just says that she loves the camaraderie and the love that they have for each other. She tells Kelly and Judy that they're literally all so talented. And Christina says that Chrisilla was really inspiring and that she has a wonderful perspective on dance and on life. And we send Chrisilla off with Kelly saying that she's a great example of a wife, mother, and a woman. So I really liked Priscilla. I thought she was likable. I would have liked to have seen a round table with her and get a little bit more insight on what she thought about some of the other rookie candidates. But, and I don't know that that didn't happen. It, it just obviously wasn't showed if it did, but it's all good. So we had a couple of introductions this episode to some rookie candidates, one during Crisilla's segment and one during Travis's segment. So the first one was Megan. She is another 21-year-old from Oceanside, California. She was on the dance team at San Diego State. She She had footage of her dancing with one of her brothers. His name was Sean. I thought that was really fun. I I really like when we get to see insights into their personalities. They actually didn't have a sob story for her or for Rebecca, who we we meet also in this episode, which I thought that was really nice because those always seemed really forced to me. And so this just seemed a lot more natural. Her other brother, we didn't get his name. He says that the best way he would describe her is fierce. And the second introduction was Rebecca. And she is a little bit older, and I think you could sort of tell the maturity really comes out in her in, in her segment. She is 24. She went to Booger T. Washington Performing Arts High School in Dallas, Texas. So she's actually a Dallas girl. And she was on the dance, well, in the dance program at USC. I, I don't think she was on the dance team. I think that she just studied dance while she was there. And she talks about how... She felt like a lot of her dance teachers and other people were trying to push her towards a typical dance career in either Broadway or commercials or go to Europe and dance. And, you know, that's just not really what she wanted to do, that she decided she really wants to entertain and inspire and that she grew up watching the DCC and decided that that's the direction that she wanted to go. Even get a little flashback of Mia as Point that was probably gosh, maybe 10 or more seasons ago at this point. But yeah, so we we got to meet two other people in this episode. And then in between the segment with Travis, we got a like 
rookie mentoring session is what they called it. But I don't know. They were teaching them choreography. So I was kind of wondering, like, is this like a rookie practice? Because we do know that they do have rookie practices at times without Kelly and Judy there, without the vets there. So this one was being led by Gina and Lexi and Ashley. And Gina describes it as they're going to teach them what some of the intricacies of the DC style and that it really helped her when she was a rookie to be able to learn, you know, like certain accents of choreography and, you know, looking this way. And, and so it, it was really kind of interesting to see because Lexi talks about, okay, if you're trying to be more grounded, like take your legs out wider. They never tell you that your legs are too wide. And, you know, hey, if you want to, you know, try to look more poised and confident, you know, it's like take the arms back further and stick your chest out. And so I thought they, these were sounded like really good tips. They kind of went around the room and we didn't get to hear what everybody wanted to work on. But Christina said that she was wants to work on getting that wow factor. Ashley says that she needs to work on her power, which we all agree. And Amber says she wants to work on being more grounded. And then the piece of advice that that Ashley has is to listen to those pockets of the music. So uh, at the end of the mentoring session, they bring in um, vet, well, not vet, alum, Nye at this point, I believe she's an all-star too, and Maddie. And she comes in and says that if it doesn't happen the first time, that it's okay. That she wouldn't have had the career that she had if she hadn't got cut the first year which I think is a really good point. You know, I love watching some of the YouTube compilations that they have on the DCC's Making the Team channel. And one of the compilations they have are some of the best of Kitty Carter. And I I love Kitty. I miss those, those, those sessions with Kitty at finals. They were just so much fun. But if you go back and watch some of those old videos, or if you go back and watch some of the old seasons, like when Maddie was on her previous season, she looked so small and so what's, what's the lack of confidence? I mean, she just looks so timid, I would say, versus when she comes back the very next year and she just looks like a completely different person, a completely different dancer. And I, I agree with her so much because yes, she was obviously very talented. She made it, you know, decently far in a training camp her first year, but the next year she comes back and she makes show group and she's just a, a different like I said, a different dancer that I don't think that she would have reached those heights without that year that she said really helped her find herself as a dancer. And, you know, I think Madeline and Tori and Ashlyn maybe could all attest to that too, as they are our comeback girls this season. So after all of that, we got my favorite choreographer. I mean, I feel like I said that every week because I also really loved it. Denise last week too. So this is Travis's fourth year in a row which is amazing. Uh, it's, I always think about that first year that Travis was there when he looked like he wasn't really sure what he was getting, getting into. Like he wasn't really sure if he even wanted to be there. He like made a little combo in his hotel room and he was pleasantly surprised with the level of talent. And now he comes back and it, he's just so energetic about it. He loves it so much. It seems like it's a real highlight of his year. And, but he's excited this time because it's the first time that he's going to be on a football field to teach dance. So with Chrisilla's choreography, they were like in one of the suites again, upstairs, like the club level of the AT&T stadium. And then with the rookie mentoring session, they were 
inside at the Ford Center at one of the dance studios. And then here they're back on the indoor football field. And you can see that they do have some mirrors here. I think I noted it last week too with Denise, but I think it was clear in the very first, you know, three weeks or so when they were on that indoor field that they did not have mirrors. So it's interesting that they brought them in now. And he says that this year, instead of teaching like a sexier, sassy kind of combo like he's done the last few years, he's really going to teach more of a contemporary lyrical style. And that he's looking for like an emotional and expressive and intentional dancer that can go from like zero to 100 in like one move. And so they put them in groups first of just the vets and then the rookies. And they're dancing to a piece called Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Never heard of her or the song. It's it's definitely the song that they were using. One thing, you can hear him talk about lyrics of the music as he's teaching the combo, but also there is a video, I'm pretty sure it, it's on Claire's page, of them doing the combo to this actual song. So with the vets together, it's really hard to see anybody that stands out, honestly, because, again, they just kind of show shots here and there. People, you know, Marissa kind of stands out because she's front and center. There's a piece where they kind of show up Claire, but you don't really get any comments from either Kelly, Judy, or Travis about any of the vets. So I have no idea what he thinks about any of them. I was really kind of curious because Kelly called kind of called him out last year for having a little crush on Mackenzie. <laughs> So I was kind of wondering if he noticed her again, but we don't get it. He get, We do get a bit more when the rookies go. And so while they're dancing, he asks Kelly, who's that with the legs? And Kelly says, Rebecca. And she hasn't stopped watching her yet. And it's interesting because I haven't really noticed that Rebecca has longer legs, you know, but, and, and this is when we finally meet her. I didn't, you know, know her either. I think she finally got, a decent comment because she was in that group with the Spice Girls uh, earlier in the episode. But before that, we really haven't seen much of her this season. It's so funny watching Travis because he's so animated when they're doing this combo. You know, he's moving his body. You know, he's sometimes he's giving cues and things like that. And um, but Denise is kind of the same way. They're so animated when they do it. It's, it's really fun to watch. So when they're done, he asked Tori, he's like, I don't know why you're wearing pink. Like, why are you wearing pink? It was really beautiful. I just see no reason why you can't be a veteran. Well, you can't make the team this year. So obviously he remembers her from last season. He goes to Lee. He's like, what? He said that he when he envisioned what the combo would look like, it was exactly what she did. And she's been so strong that there's no surprise there. He said if he was going to hire someone today from that, that he would hire Rebecca. And that she had like the length, the technique, and the control. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And he was like, he wants a trio somewhere with Claire and Rebecca and Leah. And we don't see it on here, so we just assume that it doesn't happen, but it actually did. And that's what Claire had posted on her Instagram, was just like a, somebody, you know's phone video of the three of them doing the combo. I don't know if it's still up, if it was posted on her story, or if it was actually a post post where you could go back and see it. But um, that was available when a few days after the episode aired originally. And so he's asking Kelly... And Judy, like, have they made cuts yet? And they're like, yep, we started with 51, and now we are at 44. And, of course, the goal is 46, 36, so they have eight more cuts. So they then switch to do some palm choreo, and Kelly says that she just likes having Travis there. She's kind of a fresh palette. 
And they start off doing the same routine as they showed Crisilla earlier in the episode. And then it looks like another couple of groups are doing different choreography. So I don't know if they're doing two different routines or several routines or if every group is doing a different routine. But they tell Jensen that she has brain gaps. Um, even so, Travis says that he is, that Jensen was at the top of his list and that he thinks that Ashley has really beautiful length, but she didn't use it in his choreo. That's a rookie Ashley, of course, but he thought she nailed the palm, which is interesting because everybody's been telling her that she needs more power. He tells Tyra that she's more contained than he would like to see, but she was so, so strong in his piece. And earlier when they were doing his choreography, Kelly had said that she thought Tyra's dance teacher would be really proud. And so it's interesting because this is the second week in a row I feel like Tyra has gotten feedback from the choreographers that wasn't so great because I think Denise kind of said something similar because she's been such a standout so far. So hopefully she's not fading. And he tells rookie Kelly that she's got amazing showmanship and that she brought a lot of strength to his piece and that really seemed to brighten her up. And she does seem like she's more confident. So that's good. And he tells Melanie that she has incredible energy, but she needs to work on her angles, like knee in versus knee out. And I can't remember who that was, like a few seasons back that they would get onto about their knee being turned in when it needed to be turned out. And like, like they actually had like a veteran go and like turn her knee out, but I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure whoever it was that she did not end up making the team. So that's a, you know, that's a detail that a lot of times we as a viewer don't notice, but like a, a good dance, dancer, choreographer, they, they pick those things out really well. So we do get a round table with Travis. Yay. I love my round tables. And he says that all the vets are a yes for him, that they've all earned their spots back, which is good. Cause we know last year we lost like three vets in, in our little short training camp. No, we lost four, four vets. Yeah. Which is rare, really rare. And then he says that Jensen was his strongest rookie which was interesting. We haven't seen a whole lot of her. And Kelly said that she thought that it was her strongest night yet. So maybe she was just really inspired by having Travis there. He said that Tori blew his mind and that he had chills and goops bumps when he saw her reaction to the compliments that they gave her. And then for some reason, they're debating Ava versus Christina. I'm not really sure why, but he says of the two that Ava is stronger, which I mean, I would agree with that too. Then Kelly says to Judy, do we dare bring up the social media post? And he's like, what social media post? And she was like, well, just, you know, you know, very provocative, you know, dancing to, you know, music that's not in a safe place. She was like, am I being dated? Because I think what, even last week when Kelly was talking to Kashera about it, she was kind of like, you know, is, is this what they do now? Like, you know. <laughs> And like she's kind of asking Travis the same thing. Like, am I, you know, am I being out of line? You know, is this is this normal behavior? And he was like, well, it kind of depends on the content. And and Judy was just kind of brushing off, kind of like, well, flipping off the camera. He goes, flipping off the camera. Hmm. He was like, well, that's not the dancer that I'm hiring. You know, that's not really my thing. And so, interesting. You know, it's definitely not a check in Ava's corner. And so they continue on. And he says that Ashley danced, dances so short. And that he thinks she's a good candidate for somebody to come back next year. He says that Jordan was good, just not up to par with everybody else. So kind of gets that good, not great comment that Melanie has so much performance that she loses all the detail, which I think, again, is a really good observation and that he can tell so much differently on the field versus in the studio 
you know, those things that maybe he he would not have noticed in the last few years watching it in the studio and certainly not last year when he was watching on Zoom. But he tells them this is their strongest team yet, which people keep saying, which I've I've said, you know, earlier in the, in the season, I felt like there was a lot of, of weakness amongst the rookies this year. So, but I'm being told otherwise. So, but he says that, you know, they, they tell him, Travis, please come back next year. He says, oh, absolutely, I will, that this is the highlight of his year and that the level of dancing here is the same as if he were teaching dancers of his own. So, which is a really, really great compliment. So we end the episode with a couple of office visits and a cut. So, you know, in the past, they would bring the girls in and they would sit beside the office and wait to be called in. But now, or anytime when they're on the field, it happens the same time in seasons when they're doing field practices at the end of the season, they have somebody come and get them. And you've probably never seen Hard Knocks on HBO, but if you have, they have what's called a Turk. And the Turk will go and get people that are getting ready to be told that they're being let go from training camp. And they need to turn in their playbook. <laughs> and, and every, you know, every team has their, has their, so their quote unquote Turk. And so I was thinking about that, you know, today when the girl was going to pull girls out to take them to the office, I'm like, this is their version of the Turk. But I'm like, why is she in a little black dress? Like everybody else seems like they're in like, and you know, Kelly and Judy are like, in you know, business casual kind of clothes or something. And she's like in this, you know, looks like she's going out on the town. But anyway, so they bring in uh, Ashley, rookie Ashley first and tell her that she's just not there yet. And it's funny because you know, she comes in, they're like, how are things going? She's like, oh, it's going good. I'm hoping that, you know, my power is translating. And they're like, well, Kelly's like, do you want me to be honest? She was like, yes. She was like, it's not translating. <laughs> and she says that, you know, just the daily report card is that, you know, Right now, she's she's not making the team. And Ashley says that, you know, she thinks that she has the, the support of the locker room, that she's working on her power and her energy with Jalen, and she's working on her style with Vet Ashley, and that she's working on her feet articulation with Gina. And Kelly says she's working with all of the right people, and they are pulling for her and to please, please work on the things that they told her to and when she leaves, Judy says that she'll be hard if they ha it'll be hard if they have to cut her. And she gets a large ovation when she gets back and with the other girls and, and she hasn't been cut. Then the Turk brings in Melanie and they tell her that she has great showmanship. She is fun to watch. She's spicy and sassy. But starting with Evan, that they noticed that her kicks weren't there. So interesting that you know, we've been seeing sequence mistakes with her all episode, but ultimately they start talking about her kicks. And which I will say, you know, I feel like it's oftentimes a struggle for the shorter training camp candidates. Because I think about, oh, what's, what's her name? Mackenzie Lee was one that just like barely made the team. She's on the shorter end and she had a hard time with her kicks and and it's interesting because Melanie says that a year ago her kicks were barely above 90 and that she's gained over a foot in a year, which is amazing. And that she says she kicks best when she's very warm and very stretched. I'm like, okay, so make sure you're very warm and very stretched. <laughs> right? I mean, Kelly, Judy's like, okay, but on game day, it's going to be up to you. Like, do that yourself, you know? And and Kelly says they're, they're just not confident with her extension and that she's not going to be making the team this year. Of course, again, no, tonight's your last night. And Melanie is, 
you know, she's obviously sad about it, but she's like, you know, I submitted last year and I didn't make it very far and that it's okay. And so perhaps we'll see her next year. Perhaps we won't. I noticed that, you know, she's cute. She's got a great look. I always think that, you know, there's always so many girls that have long hair on the team. It's always really refreshing when you have somebody with a cute short haircut. But Melanie is kind of the type to me that she could look older. And I don't know that that's a, that's a good thing. So another year, while it may very well help her dancing, if she's only going to look a year older, year older, that's probably not going to help her either. I don't, we never got an introduction to her. I don't know how old she is. I'm just, she looks to be somebody who's not 21, you know, maybe in her mid twenties, but she also looks like the type that, I don't know if she just tanned a lot when she was younger or something. She just looks like she just, just looks a little bit older than maybe what she is. Um, but, but hopefully she comes back because I do really like her, her showmanship and she seems like she's got a nice bubbly personality. And, and Kelly says, you know, at this point, anybody that gets cut is a good candidate to come back next year. So next episode, they're going to be working on the field entrance. I know people always ask, like, why do they wait so far in a training camp to do the field entrance? They're actually doing it a lot earlier this year because presumably next week is going to be week six. It seems like they usually do the field entrance week eight or it seems later. Maybe not. Maybe this is around the normal time that they normally teach it. And they're going to be doing some jump splits as well, too. And so I'm excited for episode six coming up. So that's all for this week. As always, you can get a hold of me at DCC podcast at outlook.com. And until then, keep kicking.